I want to share with you the characters on Punch Out what they're thankful for. Sandman Man was was thankful that even though uh, Tyson was replaced by Mr. Dream, uh, they still left a black guy in the game. <laughs> Great Tiger's thankful for his three chain franchise outlet of 7-Elevens. For Macho Man is thankful that a new study revealed by the National Health Institute shows that steroids do not actually cause your penis to get smaller. Mike Tyson, of course, the, the, the kingpin, the patriarch of the game, is thankful for Harvey Weinstein. Glass Joe is thankful for his orthopedic medicine. Von Kaiser is thankful for North Korea. I heard Bald Bull was, uh, this is a miracle. He's, he's thankful. He finally found an optometrist. He, he finally got glasses so he could lose that completely <laughs> insane blank stare that he has. In Honda, he is very thankful for his new Yakimoto Fujimoto Japanese digital toy. Piston Honda is also thankful for his recent leg implant surgery, so his legs are now proportionate to the upper part of his body. King Hippo is thankful that, that uh, his belly button stopped bleeding so he could finally take that tape off of it. Yes, yeah, it was bleeding like crazy. Yep. And well, it uh, it's not stopped. anymore. Never explained why his belly button was bleeding. It's kind of odd. Yeah, it was always, but why the tape? Always the tape. Sandman was. No, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Wiggly, 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 crackle barrel. Yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Covered in blood. Yeah. Did you say Philly cheese or cheesesteak? Frangible. Thank Obama. I tweet us at the podcast and let the other people Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Frangible. Kid, when you were like a little, little kid, and you would sit on a chair and like your feet wouldn't touch the the floor oh, like you're yeah. that little like you could like kick your legs oh, yeah. and uh and it was kind of cool on the couch i want to get a proportion size chair to my body for work that looks like that so when people come in there's this giant like sit in a chair but i'm just kind of kicking my legs and i'm like what we're watching tv can i have some ice cream and then and then if, if somebody really calls like i'll spend a lot of money on it but if somebody really calls me out i'll be like no, it's it's tempurpedic or it's orthopedic. It's it's for my condition. It's a back thing. Yeah, so you, it's therapeutic. It's so you actually have you kind of have to pay for it now because you have to allow a workspace for the mm-hmm. you know the ADA workman's comp. Right, you kind of have to pay for this this thing now. And they're like, no, we don't. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of do, just so I can have these. I think that's the loophole. I think with the ADA the American Disabilities Act and everything. Not to take advantage of those people, but with different laws, you can get like cool stuff and be like, well, I need it. And I thought about this when I realized everybody can get a service dog or a service animal. And it's just an excuse, you know, I'm not talking about a, a seeing eye dog. I'm talking about like, I get depressed and anxiety yeah, without my, um, my lap doodle. A service dog, public yes. service dog, or just a, a personal service dog or a service dog. Yeah, like a companion dog, I guess, legally. They, that's why you can bring these dogs in a plane. So I want to say I have a companion snake. Right. And be like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get anxiety. It's it's registered. It's a law. And just get cool things based on, you know, 
stupid people. Yeah, like right. That chair. You know, I mean, everyone takes advantage of everything, you know, whatever system set up. You know, it's like you would get free stuff for needing a snake as a personal pet, uh, companion pet, service companion, slave right. pet. And some people get free things by just being really poor. Yeah, like if you're if you're a prisoner and you identify if you're a man and you identify as a woman, the state will pay for you to have sex, you know, gender reassignment surgery. So I want to say, well, because you know they identify mm. with the woman or whatever. So I want to wow. say, well, I identify with like a chiseled wrestler. So I need you to pay for like a gym membership to get me there, you know, and and supplements yeah. because that's who I identify as. I actually, to be honest, oh, uh, have, have always identified as a uh, a millionaire, a billionaire, actually. So right. I yeah. need that supplemented. I need that to be as close to real as I can get. Need that check in the mail. And if uh, you're hungry, you want to eat, I am you want to give us some food, you can. Ooh, pizza. I have pizza too. You can feed us. And Stop if us. you are snapping away, you can beat us. And you can tweet us at the underscore podcastle, nerd35 on Snapper Chat. This is an impromptu show. John was going to do. You're gonna go to the see Justice League tonight, but they mm-hmm. they fell they fell through. Sorry, no, like always, plans I got um, dick. I dick the plans. Um, and the whole time today, I kept reminding myself, he is. I'm going with my sister-in-law, like Heather's sister. She's a big Batman fan, so we're going. And she kind of like locked in 100% for sure I was going uh, on Thanksgiving when we had Thanksgiving, uh, which I uh, I knocked the turkey out of the park, by the way. It was Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah. I want to dick into that. I was up until 2 in the morning reading or watching and reading. I actually got to the point where I was reading words, not just watching YouTube videos of how to cook a turkey. And guess what? Oh, no, you, 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 you lowered yourself to actually reading words. Yes, and it paid off. It paid oh. off in the, in the most clutch moment of the entire process. So I was up till 2 in the morning. Basically, no one has a blueprint, a standard fucking blueprint on how to make a turkey. There's all these different weird factors that can like affect the amount of time <laughs> you leave that fat bird in there. A vegan turkey. You just eat air. And <laughs> a turkey made of corn. Uh, so, made of dreams. The the recipe that Ramsey uh, showed me it was like a way to to not over uh, to dry out your turkey because turkey is real lean meat, so it gets dry real quick. I heard this slender. I heard him say that in his accent like a hundred times because you know I watched the video a hundred times. It is thinly paled. So what you do is you separate the turkey skin from the actual, like, meat, from the musculature. Sounds incidental, Clarice. You go, like, up under the whole breast, up under the skin, and it's real scary because you can rip it, and then you can fuck it all up. Yeah. So you have to be very tender, very gentle. Then you get this Very nimble. This butter mix. It's like two sticks of butter, a whole bunch of like mm, sp- par- Parmesan or uh, not Parmesan, parsley, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
and like mm. salt and pepper and garlic. You mix it I all like up. The parsley. Then you put the butter in little balls. You make butter balls, balls with the butter, and then you peel open that skin and you shove mm. the butter up inside, in between the muscle ew, and gross. the skin. Ew, gross. Ew, ew, ew. No, girl, ew. Oh, no. no it's like an oarfish. And, uh, and then you Ew. slather the whole outside of the bird. So We are talking about Thanksgiving still, right? Still talking. No. I just, uh, I'm getting uh, chubby. Yeah. Well, keep going. Uh, going. Uh, so, what was the temperature like? And I was so nervous about it, I didn't even wait till the next morning. Because in the very last minute, I hear Ramsey say, and you can even do this the night before, leave it in the fridge, and pop it in the oven in the morning, ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then he yelled at an assistant. You donkey! Then, out of nowhere, I read this one woman's uh, blog. And it was like, there's so many factors into cooking a fucking turkey. Not yeah. only does the size... Oh, and by the way, the only recipe I could find was for a... a s the, the, the heaviest bird was 16 pounds. My bird was 20. Oh my gosh. So there was no suggestions for what I was doing. The big bird. Yeah. Seventeen total people showed up. It was, it was, oh wow. A, a smash. Smash success. It was a rager. Regular Julia Child. The turkey rager. Dude, that's exciting. Congratulations. So, I'm glad you pulled it off. The last thing I read is uh -oh. the color of the fucking pan you put it in. And if you use a rack, or if you just put it right on the pan, can completely change everything. So they what? say if, what? if your pan is black instead of like tan or glass or whatever the fuck you use, or yeah. gray or tin, it cooks like almost twice as fast. And if you have it on a rack, it cooks even faster. So, I'm so like, that's why my... they're always cooking turkeys in black pans. Those black pots you only see at Thanksgiving. I guess. That makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It, it blows my mind. Here's what doesn't make any sense. This bird took three hours to cook at 350. As opposed to four? Usually it takes like four to five hours, and that's not a 20-pound. We're talking like 12 to 16 or John, that wasn't a turkey you were cooking. That was Mac. You got a lot of explaining to do. Like, where did you find this other dog? What? Uh, so, wow. I put the thermometer in. It says 165, and that's what it's supposed to be. So, I'm like, fuck, I'm not drying this thing out. I'm going to take it out. I take it out, cover it in tinfoil, and let it sit for two hours. Because it was like 2 o'clock. So, at like 4.30, I get up and I start slicing. And it is the juiciest runniest best turkey i mean not the best i've ever eaten but it was as good as anything i've ever eaten turkey wise oh my remember all we did was talk about how we don't really like turkey right but it but you appreciated your craftsmanship i left it up to gordon i mean with all that butter in there it's just uh it's yeah really how's it not safe. great but the butter can burn because you know if you leave butter on too long it burns so you're supposed to douse the shit out of it with olive oil. That prevents it from burning. Oh. Yeah. So that helped it. Um, so anyway. Wow. My dude, congratulations. Uh, but dude, by like 
by 4.30, by the time I'm carving this turkey, I am. I'm going. You're toasted. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing things. I'm not seeing things. I'm black. I'm clear. I'm dark. Oh, the old Jumbaroo drinking Irish flu. I think I was so drunk, like, I barely ate anything. Once we sat down for dinner, I was like, oh, I don't even have an appetite. I'm so like That's the raged. worst. When you're too drunk to eat and you're yes. like, I really should, but I can't because yes. I'm just everything every sense of me is like is 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 in like a downward spiral. Yes. You know, you're just like, like systems are failing, but you're still going cuz you're like, yeah, like, right. You're like go 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 the whole week. I mean, the night before, the day of, I think I got like 3 hours of sleep and then you sit down. You know, you finally right. sit down, you get off your feet, you start putting food in, and you're like, Zoom. Yeah, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Next thing I remember really is sitting on the couch with Heather's best friend who came over after dinner who was bombed, and her and I were like the most drunk at the place. And yeah. And then I woke up at like 6 And it was Sunday. In my bed. It was, well, it was yeah. Friday. Three days late. It's amazing. So, sister in law, did a great me. job. She didn't corner me, but she kind of knew I was Ooh. drinking and was like, All right, I'm going to buy the tickets right now for Tuesday, Justice League. I was like, All right, get it. Yeah. Could have asked me to do anything. Right. Yeah. Can you sign over your liver tonight? Yes. And that was, and that was tonight. And I planned ahead the movies at 9 30. So I got all this. Fucking Christmas decorating done. Oh, regular Christmas. A lot of it done. And Ooh. I leave at like 8.30 to meet her there at like 9.10. Appropriate. I walk in and I'm like, well, she's got the ticket. So I call her. I'm like, hey, well, I'm here. She's like, I'm here. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. What? So it, wrong theater? I actually said, I'm here, and she just texted me back the eyes emoji. Like, you know, the eyes. They're just eyes. Right. Yeah, it's like, scary, I'm kind looking of. looking for you. Yep, It's like when theater. you're trying to be a, when you're trying to be a, avoid a cop looking at you too much, you're just, like, making eyes, but they're over-obvious because you're overthinking everything. Yeah. yeah. You're not moving your neck or head, just your eyes. <laughs> you're doing the straight, when the cop's next to you, you're just doing the straight look ahead. Yeah. Which I avoid too. If I see a cop next to me, I usually wave. Or if my window's down, right down. So it's like I'm like, how's it going? Yeah. You know, I engage. I don't want to. I inspect. You know, avoid. He serves me. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. See. So. Oh, and all day today, while I'm doing all this crap, I'm like, uh, you know, I should probably check and make sure we're, we're going. I uh, we're on the same page theater wise, but of course I don't. No, I wouldn't either. I would just assume. I always get that thought when I'm like, you know, physically unable to perform the task of asking. So right. it goes out of my brain. Yeah, I do the same thing. I met with Tim Sook a couple months back at Hyperion Public Bar, and there's two of them in L.A., and they're not close to each other. And, of course, he was at one and I was the other, and we were doing, like, the same uh, thing you did. It's like, where are you? It's like, I'm here. It's like, I'm here, man. Uh, and it's like, I'm at the bar. I was like. I'm at the bar. Oh, which, where are you at? What, oh, you're in Silver Lake. I'm in Studio C Okay. All right, buddy. I'll head over there. And then I checked the tra traffic, and I was like, 
not heading over there. And he's right. like, no, don't blame you. Yeah, it was like it was like 930 by the time we realized. And I'm like, well, it's 20 minutes away. She's like, ah, you'll miss 20 minutes of previews. I was like, fuck. I'm not speeding no. from Boynton Beach down to Delray just to miss the first whatever of this movie and the previews, Jerry. Yeah, not doing it. Not doing it. It's gonna be a lot. I'll of take you outside and show you what it's like. Uh, yeah, a lot the, of good. It's the poster for uh, Lost World. Life yeah. finds a way. Looks great, man. I can't wait to see that. Ginger. I'm excited. That comes out 2018. Mm. Well, we're almost there. Yep, sliceable. Sliceable, sliceable. It looked like a lot of good movies are on their way out. You know what movie I bet's going to be? Saw that. It's going to make a shit ton if it hasn't come out yet. Uh, Jumanji. Maybe it's already out. No, Jumanji with the, with the Rock? Yeah. No, that bombed big time. Wow. Yeah, I'm that was a stunned. flop. Kevin yeah. Hart, Jack Black, it's a great cast. I saw some of it, too. It's not a horrible movie. It's just, uh, saw some I think... Yeah, it was on. T- it was. It wasn't that good, so I turned it off. But I feel like you want to see Robin Williams on screen, and that's kind of what hurt it. It's like it was like redoing uh, Mrs. Doubtfire to a degree. Oh, I don't think you want to see somebody do that. You want to see Robin Williams and Jumanji, and okay. but the graphics are good. You know what I watched the other night was uh, Skull Island. That wasn't bad. I enjoyed that. Ooh, I saw that. Isn't that on uh, something on Homebox? It's on. Yeah, I think it's on the the, the Homebox. It's on the, the Box Home. Homebox Office. I know, right? Um, it was good. Though. But when you know. when you said the uh, the thing about the movies, though, I did that twice um, in like oh. horrible situations. I, I saw you remember Sixth Sense, of course. Check Went out. to see Sixth Sense, and you know, I, I don't know if it's really a, a spoiler alert at this point. The movie's like twenty years old, but yeah, I gave it spoiler alert, didn't it? Spoiler alert, yeah. It was like no, I think it was earlier. It was like ninety nine or something, but. Um, I went. It was playing at like three different theaters in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, or three different screens in like one theater. So easy mistake. Uh, I went to the wrong one, and I was already a little late. So I was like, "Ah, I'm only like ten minutes late." And I watched the twist of the movie as soon as I sit down, (gasps) and I'm I'm looking at my buddy Zach, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Okay. And then the credits come up, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I was like, "Oh no, we just ruined that whole thing." Dude, I I did that before. Like, I watched the second it's half horrific. of something. Like, I was movie hopping, you know, being right, a, right, right. a Weisenheimer. Gotta and do it. Karma Usually came that. and slapped me in the face and said, oh, here's a spoiler, bitch, for the best part. Right in the Jimmy Jack horn. Yeah, crackle barrel care. right in the old ding-dong. Yeah, cluster monkey to right in the hee-haw. So our president continues to say very intelligent oh, things about oh, very important oh. things. So we won't talk about him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And today, I believe, is one of the first days in about who knows how many months that no one <laughs> has been accused of assault. I thought you were going to go for a darker side there and go, today is the first time in I don't know how many months I was able to take a full piss without <laughs> without crying. And I'm like, oh, no, baby. <laughs> oh, today. Is I know. The... I thought that this morning, dude. That was the that legitimately was that thought came to my head. I was. Reading the Apple Dick feed, seeing what like, Mayweather was doing, and it was Harvey Weinstein. Somebody feet. says that they may oh, press yeah. charges. It was like an old story it's rehashed. Like, it, it's and like, I was like they're running worse. out of. No, there's like more. There's like another layer to it. Like it's it's right. oh, it's, 
child trafficking or, or female no. trafficking. No, yes. really. I read something different about it, how it was international and he might get international charges, but child trafficking, this guy? Well, I think it's like international woman trafficking, not child. I, uh, I may have jumped to child trafficking. Uh, I heard no, let's go with that. Of, of Robin's news today on Howard uh, and... Just don't Google child trafficking. You'll have all kinds of extra ears and eyes on your computer. From the, I know. Look at sets. that. You can't even research. Um, this is for research. Very research. Good. Very good. Your history. But anyway, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, there's been a, a, a slowness oh. to uh, people coming out against, you know, sexually harassing people. And I feel like it was the first day and I don't know how long where something else didn't break like a new person yeah but you know did you see what uh uma said on thanksgiving yeah yeah she did mm. that that tweet about weinstein now do you think that's because he did something to her or she just knows so many people that he you know i think so i th watch him in a bathroom the article i read is how it was very well known at the company that even like the co the workers at weinstein company used like code words like foh was friend of Harvey, and she was like an FOH. But what came to my mind when I was reading Uma Thurman was I thought she was just drunk on Thanksgiving yeah. and was kind of like, fuck it, and fuck just like you, throwing it out like she's probably in a nice house, yeah. you know, having a great time drinking. It was like, fuck it, I'm wasted. She's probably out having a cigarette outside and was just tweeting away because Thanksgiving is an interesting time to do that. I was picturing either, either outside having the cig or she's all the way up in like the third story of her mansion taking her post Thanksgiving shit and right, also yeah. shitting on Harvey via Twitter or Instagram or whatever it was. Drunk. Good very, very drunk. Right. Yeah, good buzz. Yeah, good for her. But like, you know, sh anyone can say anything negative about that guy and no one's gonna like harm you. Everyone's like, yeah! Feed the hatred. He killed my dad, did he? That's fucking Harvey Weinstein. Who cares? Yeah! <laughs> exactly. So, I put together uh, some meetings behind the Christmas songs tonight, but I, I feel like I should save it for another show and give it some, some more respect, but I wanted to tease a few just to get the, the Christmas heartstrings lubed, oiled, and sautéed, ready to okay. go. We are in full blast Christmas mode over here, man. Right? Full like blast. In the blink of an eye. You know why? Because... This is like what everyone looks forward to all year because not only is, you know, there's a whole bunch of religious ties to it and you get off from school, but yeah, that's what it is. It's like everyone's year, like year long break. Like right. we all get a break together. Even people that aren't like Christian or whatever that are Jew like I work with a lot of Jewish people, even they're like, I love Christmas time. I love Christmas yeah. music. Like Everybody's people just like Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like not a, like uh it's like Halloween or something. It's something right. special that everyone can get on board. Halloween, some people are like, I don't give a shit, whatever. You know, not yeah. me. I love it. But other people. But Christmas, everyone's on board. It's like no one's working. You, right. It's acceptable not to work. It's almost yeah. shunned upon to work. If they're like, dude, it's the holidays. Don't. We're not right. doing we're emails not today. We're not going to get into any of that until after the holidays. Right. You know, even people like that are like work off. Right. Think, and even. Uh, it's like everyone's nationwide, worldwide, I don't know, 
excuse to kind of like check out for a whole month and right. start over because it's like senioritis. And that's what it is. I mean, you ask anybody about meetings or setting a meeting or uh, we're hiring or whatever, they'll just say, well, let's talk after the, after the new year. We'll talk after the new year. After the new year. There's never like, yeah, December 20th I'm open. It's just, yeah, well, even no. if you're not doing anything, in fact, you probably have more time in the world in December to do things. You're just like, yeah, after the holidays, we're just going to drink champagne and watch, you know, It's a Wonderful Life and yeah, relax. Right, like, like Heather's baby shower down here is Saturday, so Betty and Jeff are coming into town tomorrow. Ooh. Uh, they're they're here till Sunday. Ooh, so you know, and last weekend was Thanksgiving, and we had get, like again. This is like the tail end of this like month long madness I was telling you about. No, good mice. Oh, that was a mouse trap on your arm. I was like, what kind of fucking place is that? It's a By the way, your dad video. sent me a great video today. Turkey instructions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It was uh, the scene from Downfall, the Hitler movie. You know, the scene that oh, everyone yeah, parodies. Yeah, dubs. yeah, but it was about, like, the Cowboys lost to the Eagles. And, right. and I was like, I love that Jeff. Kind of at a weird time. And I always watch his videos because I love him. And I always thought, like, I love that Jeff, that this is, like, my idea of what retirement is. It's yeah. a time where everybody's working. Yeah. And you're Googling Dallas Cowboys, you know, yeah. Hitler videos. Not that, but that, like, came up somehow. And are sending it to, like, old friends from, you know, it's it's uh, great. Like, he's the like, probably drinking a little bit, maybe some golf. Uh, you know, so probably no much. games on at the time, so he's watching YouTube on probably an iPad, I picture, by the fire where it's warm but not too warm. It's like, so it was perfect. bad what the internet is doing to retired people because now oh, they I don't know. go explore they just sit on their ass and they see everything they want to see on the internet. And they share it. And oh. It's great. Yeah, they share it. They share it like they invented it. It's like it's Facebook at the beginning. It, it's it's just it's ruined. But imagine what that's like as an um I don't I'm sure oh, your dad yeah. used a computer for, for a while, but say you, you were retired and you lived most of your life not like doing internet stuff. You were like an accountant or right. something, you work calculate, and then you retire, and you're like, "Oh, YouTube, I can do anything," I can and I equate, anything. I can see anything. Jen recently showed her grandparents like YouTube, like what that is. They didn't know, and like how to use it, and they're like baffled that he could look up like John F. Kennedy speeches, and and as a, as an adult to have the know how and the experience you do to look into that cutting edge radio coming at you. No, to look man, into I, that. I, it's, I, it's like incredible. Because th what they don't understand, not only do they, they can't wrap their heads around the technology, but if by some, uh, you know, stroke of luck in life, they were m able to follow the, the technological explosion and, and keep up with everything, it's the social aspect of it that they don't get. It's yes. It's, they're not, they're baby boomers. They're not Xennials or Gen Xers or... or Genitals. They, they just don't get it. They don't understand, and it's so painful to watch. That's why I had to unfollow, unfollow every relative of mine. It is painful. Cousins. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I, I've unfollowed oh, except for Rod. most relatives. Uh, I mean, we even talked about that. Parents with, uh, you know, you'll post out there oh. at Chipotle getting a chicken bowl, and you get a comment, uh, your grandmother's going in for her kidney stone removal. Please call her. And you're like, not the forum, you know, but they just see, like, they just see you, and they're like, well, I'll just say this now. Yes. Because you're there. It's not as if 
you know, it's, it's not like, that they don't they don't think like everyone's going to see this and you're throwing that out there. And it, it's like when you you call her or she calls you just to say hi, you know, and you're on the phone. It's the only way you were able to communicate back in the day. And right. oh, you know, how so and so, oh, they're good. Hey, did you did just you call your grandmother and thank her for the $20 check for your uh, you know, whatever. Your birthday, <laughs> right. you know, like <sighs> you bob mitzvah, the, the twenty dollar check, no, and the worst too is yeah, right. I'm not going to now, and it's that's the worst too. And it's not that you don't want to do the act of calling somebody you love, wish them well. It's that it's unplanned and it like hijacks your moment. You know, they're calling and you're like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just ready to go to the pool and we just cleaned and we're having a good. You need to call your uncle Pete right now and wish him a happy birthday. Oh, okay. I just spent my whole life being told what to do and most of the time I didn't want to do it so now right. as an adult when someone even tells me you know you should uh, I don't know um, you should drink water John you don't anymore you should drink it <laughs> now I fuck you I'm not drinking yeah. it ever again now I'm just injecting salt into my veins <laughs> just to make me more dehydrated because I want the opposite of water What's sand what what's I wonder what's, what's worse doing to Facebook is is a an amazing evolution of your parents continuing to embarrass you in a way even into adulthood. It's like that teenager feeling right. on social media when your parents say something annoying or dramatic. Right. What's worse? Being told by a parent growing up or whatever like you know, and you completely forgot about it or you didn't know. Oh hey, are you gonna be ready by twelve? We have to go to your uncle Siegfried. <laughs> uncle Siegfried. What kind of name is that? <laughs> we have to go to your uncle Siegfried's house in New Jersey, for like for for brunch. And that would happen to me because a lot of my family, you know, step family lived in New Jersey. Yeah. And as like a teenager kid, I'd forget I was out, whatever. And it's like, are you gonna be ready by eleven? Right. And it's usually like a wake up, like, hey, you gotta get ready. We're going to. And I'm like. Okay, so now I gotta get dressed, and it's like a two and a half hour car ride, and the whole day is shot. Or, or when somebody in today's day and age, this happens to me with Jen sometimes. Oh, did you forget? Lori and the kids are coming over today. You have to be like on, and Uncle Matt, and you're like, I just wanted to get drunk and watch TV all day, but now we're gonna be playing games. Oh, I think dude. I would go with the car trip. I mean, because I, I, at least you're not, and you're you could be on autopilot. A little bit and drink and maybe drink get in out the of car the house. on the road. Well, I guess when you're there, I don't know. What would you pick? So stuck. No surprise. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stuck in a, on a two-hour car ride to a party where you got to be on. And what was the other one? People come to your. Oh, place. by the way, people are coming here today and uh, get ready. And you kind of forgot. Not a big thing because you wouldn't forget like a party. But there's going to be like. A family coming over to visit today, and you're like, oh, yeah, all right, all right, people are coming over. And like maybe you knew like a week ago, but yeah, you yeah, have you, since you, forgotten. And that day you were like just looking forward to nothing going on. You were told. Uh, oh, I would totally just not. I would avoid the car ride. No, you would avoid the car ride. I don't want to go in the car. The car's another trap. It's like a trap on your way to a trap. It is a trap, and it's it's a trap when you're with two people, and it's a long car trip, and you don't know if – because I'm cool with radio silence and just music and not talking the whole time. Oh, not me. 
You like to talk the whole time? No, I don't like to talk, but I feel right. guilty like I have to talk. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're driving. You're like, I, I, I just, I wish it was socially acceptable to be like, hey, look, we, we can just listen to music and just be in our own thoughts. Yeah. There's already a lot going on up in this ADHD brain. We have, you know, s- signals and gauges and we're trying to drive and focus and drink water and, and we don't need to like, c- you know, converse. If I can just hone so, in on singing to myself, we're, we're going to get there alive. That'd be great. Actually, That's why it's I, good to listen to a podcast when you drive because it's kind of like, oh, no, this guy's good. This guy's good. I, I prefer uh, all the windows down and the radio off. Yeah, I, I like do like that, windows like, down. Shh, that like white noise. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you're on a, like a plane. Yeah. You know? We're at the beach. Yeah, so we're, at the, we're on a mountainous cabin with a nice salmon swimming downstream. Up, I guess. You want to take a quick break? Come back with some Christmas meetings and some sports with John, John, John. Carson Wentz with John, John, John. Eagles and Bears, John, John, John. Hmm. LeBron James with John. Really Shady the Cat ran really fast. Uh-oh. Oh, he's wait. got some bad, uh... bad weed. Bad weed. Fuck. Your hair, look, your hair looks blonder than usual. You've been getting some sun. It's funny, dude. Everyone says that to me, but it's it's been blonder for like four years now. And uh, it's all about running outside every day. Yeah. Yeah, I look like a young uh, villain from Karate Kid. Son of a yeah. bitch. Uh-oh. I had a sports with John, like a really good one, all typed up. And now I cannot... Th- oh, maybe I sent it to myself. I <gasps> Look at that. I usually go to my drafts. Yeah. I actually sent it to my... Uh, let's take I a sent juice. It. What, twos? Swiss. At the school podcast. And Nerd.35. We shall return abruptly and discreetly after this. You are tuned in to the Podcastle on iTunes and Podbean. And in case you missed it, here's a clip from the last show. What do you say? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The, the Giants? Talking Jive. Oh, we're going to be super sexual. And we're back. Sorry. And the festive set Christmas are still popping and rolling, and we're full swing. And I, I discovered Alexa will play Christmas music on a bridge without commercials endlessly mm. through Amazon, and it's been playing nonstop. I found out that when you have Thanksgiving, not only is it exhausting, but you have too many leftovers. Oh, you still eating some leftovers, some lefties? This, this walnut chocolate chip cookie uh, madness. Ha, That's jello. Stop. Just so hard. Wash it down with some milk. Oh, nothing like. What was that? A, 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 a chocolate chip cookie with almonds? That sounds delicious. No, walnuts. They're good, Ooh. They're good for the liver. 
just going to say, yeah, but they're bad for the brain. You're sloppy, John. You're under arrest. Arrest. That was on the other night. I watched it. It was great. Mm. Dick Tracy. That's a movie I need to watch again. I mean, I've seen it a hundred times, but it's been like right. 20 years, maybe even more. Yeah. It's good to revisit it. Speaking of the holiday season, I put together a few uh, teasers for an upcoming show of some meanings behind Christmas songs that you might not know. Oh, my gosh. What are they? Right. And we talked about this on a previous episode uh, when we talked about uh, Parson Brown. Like, who the fuck yeah. is this Parson Brown? And right. How's he able to marry this couple that I don't think they're even engaged? I don't know what's going on. There's some kind of philandering happening in the woods in a sleigh. And right. uh, Parson Brown, he asks if they're married, and, and they'll say no, man. But he can do the job while you're in town. And that, so he's kind of hanging out in the woods. And that's not even – that didn't even happen. This guy is saying that this may happen if they right. go out and take a slayer. It just goes down a really bizarre path. And as long as you slay, stay with bells and sleigh and snow and ride. And Santa and Jesus, and you're fine. You're fine. If you go but they're building a snowman like him. And calling him and pretending he's someone else. And then the, the snowman is going to marry them. Sounds like some acid was being taken. What was that song written in the 60s? So Parson Brown, obviously, was a... That. Parson is a clergyman. Right. So he's saying, like, a snowman will pretend that he's, like, a priest that'll marry him. Right, You know. right. Yeah, so the mal- marriage isn't valid. Right. So she's not recognized under his health care. It's just, it's, it's weird. He can't afford a uh, mortgage. I don't know what's happening. Fucking computer just froze. He said oh. garbage. I hate how corporate America hasn't all adopted the Apple. We I know. Get these computers that can eventually get bugs and get viruses and get funky. Uh, I hate when you meet people ass, like the, the work plateau and they're like, oh, I don't know how to use that. I'll use a Mac. It's like, well, then you should know how to use Windows because the Mac is... Right. Very similar with like what we're doing here. It's a website and it's Excel. And you I know, mean, you can interchange them at this point. Dude, that's like another thing. We learned on desktops, but we also were like uh, around when the Apple web came back in. Because remember, Apple was like dead. Yeah, like they had it like school computers because they were so cheap. Yeah. Remember in like the mid-90s, there was little apples because you can get them for like 10 bucks. Right. What I don't understand. What happened where they just all of a sudden came back? Was it Steve Jobs? Yeah, he came back to the company and like reinvented it. He and then the iPod came out. Ass. He was the M&M. Yes. Apple's Dr. Dre. Oh, no. He was. They, uh, their, their updates, too, are awful. The new iOS updates on the phone, it's just clunky and slow, and there's all these like pop-ups now. They, they do this thing that's like, we're not going to notify you when you're driving. And I'm like, but you just did uh, by this notification. I just looked at my phone because Apple popped up a notice that said, no more notifications when you're driving. I'm like, but that's a notification that cancels itself out. I, now I'm looking at my phone and crashing into this Chrysler. It's like when you insult our intelligence, that's when I, when, uh, it kind of gets me angry. It's like, yo... I have self-control. I have like a rule. I don't pick up right. my phone if I get a text in the car. You don't have to like block me so I have to go through an extra step if I'm at a long red light and I have a chance to check. Right, 100%. Make sure no one's in the hospital. 
like you and I wouldn't drink and drive after one beer. We would do it after four. Right. But not one, because then I'll be like agitated of where's the next beer coming from. Right. Gosh. Four, four like I'm better driving. One, it's like, no, I, I'm irritable now. It's like drinking a half a cup of coffee. And I, dude, I, I don't know, and this this could just be. But I'm getting to the point where my phone almost feels like it's a fad. Like it's something mean? where where like I, I just I don't want it near me. I, I put it far away from me a lot of times because it's right. just it, it's I'm a bored with it again. I don't know. It's weird. It just feels like it was something that was cool and exciting, and now 100%. I'm over it and I'm kind of bored of it. I'm That's why. A hundred percent agree. That's why, like, I'm at the airport and you look around and everybody is on their phone, and I'm the one guy that's just like sitting there looking. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be on my phone. I can be comfortable in my silence. And I don't want to look just, like, like them. They look life. like drones. They look like zombies. Right. Yeah, they do. And, and that's the people just on their phone, and it's like you. Fucking your neck up. And what are you doing that's so important on your phone? And you always look at them, and it's like Facebook, and you're like, you're not doing any work. No. You're not doing. You're not texting like a loved one plans. You're just. You look like a zombie. Just go like this. Just thumbing. Just thumbing up, up, thumb, 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 like thumb, thumb. thumb like thumb, thumb. I'm getting scoliosis. I'm going to become a hunchback because I've been standing with my neck tilted for right. like 90% of the day. Immediately. It's like people on airplanes when they take out like an iPad and then a laptop and they're doing Excel spreadsheets. It's like, how is that? Uh, productive in like a, an airplane seat no you know Any just to get that out of production yeah it's terrible the lighting's bad you can't see it another christmas uh sorry gem that. here no 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 sorry I pepper about that sorry, sorry about my really interesting funny tangent <laughs> i like tangents i like tangents a lot deck the halls you know, fa la 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 la. They were transferred. Yep, they were transferred to a more yuletide, more like deck the halls, but it's actually uh, several centuries old. Is every lyric, or is everything like? Can you double meaning almost everything? Like everything has like a perverted back story. Right. Anything you could say, you and it like twinkle twinkle little star. You could be like, well, twink is. Clearly a skinny gay man, so it's very sexually undertoned is what you're doing. Your little star, I want to get inside your little... Even Little Drummer Boy could easily be written by some creep. Oh, yeah. That's that's always kind of a weird one, too. There were no drummers present at the birth of Jesus. You know, the Little Drummer Boy. It's like one of my favorites. Oh, it's a great song. my favorite. The Bob Seger version is the best. I didn't know there were, no, maybe I did. But there was no drummers. Right. He's kind of thrown out there, which is fine, which is good. The uh, Look at him. Look at him. Look at him doing his thing. I'm impressed. Getting rich off of uh, a lie. Right. 
Yeah, I'll capitalize off that. Yeah, sure. Capitalize off anything. Whatever we can do. Uh, a little, a little town of Bethlehem. It was written in the winter of 1865. Phillips Brooks, the rector of the Church of the Holy Trinity in Philadelphia, visited the Holy Land and included in his itinerary was a horseback ride from Jerusalem to Bethlehem on Christmas Eve. Three years later, inspired by his experience, Brooks composed the lyrics of this song, and his organist, Louis Redner, was asked to add music so it could be performed by the church's children's choir at Christmas. So uh, a rector of a uh, church in Philly in 1865, just after the Civil War, took a trip to Israel and uh, was inspired to write. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. All right. Okay. I'm back in St. Jude Church. It's dark outside, and the church is all dressed up. Whenever I hear those oh, songs, yeah. that's where I am. I'm sitting at church. Me too, the man. The only time I liked going to church on Christmas Eve. Oh, the best. Everything's so, so much more like amplified. Oh. Smack. Best Christmas Eve, not to get all preachy on you, best Smack. Christmas Eve sermon I ever saw, heard, was uh, St. Jude, Father Leplighter. Do you remember him? Were you still in PA nope. at the time? Never even heard of him. He was an old guy, like one of those like resident priests that, I think he was like 70, in his, he was in the 70s, mm-hmm. but he kind of just like floated there and was just hanging mm-hmm. out, you know, just <laughs> not in a bad way. He wasn't being hidden, I don't think. Yeah, like reassigned. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was reassigned. No, I'm glad you picked was... up on my... Hmm. No, I, I, immediately. I, 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 when I, I said it, I thought of it. That's where my mind went. I've been listening to Rogan a lot, and he, he brings it up every once in a while how stunned he was where there was one guy that was moving him all over the place to hide. Right. Them. Right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's go, a, on, it's go on. No, it happens. Yeah. I, I think that too now when a new priest comes in, he's yeah. like... I'm here for a while. Like we have an English priest at church, nicest guy in the world. But immediately your mind goes to like, why are you here in California? I'll be staying here for a while. Uh, what? But but this priest is cool. I I, I was dating this chick from England in like 2005. And he was oh, there. Yeah, oh that ginger. I wanted to break up. You know, it wasn't working out. And I was like, I, I feel guilty. I was like, if I can just get like a priest to sign off on this, then my conscience will be clear. So I told him, he's like, lad, you got to live your life. And I was like, enough for me, father. But he gave a sermon on Christmas that it was really quick and, and, and to the point, oh. which I feel like are the best kind, the quick ones. Not because I want to get out of there, but because I feel like if you drone on, you kind of forget what you just You're kind of just like rambling a little bit. Oh. I feel like the quick one right to the heart is what you need right? with like a pause and a look. And then like they fade backwards. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to remember that. And I remember this one, and he said, you know, Christmas is a lot like Hanukkah. You have the Festival of Lights. And that he, and he described how they're related. He's like, huh. and then you have Islam, where, and he was talking about, like, how Ramadan coincides with this. He was bringing all these other faiths in there. Hmm. And, then, and then he's like, this is my 75th Christmas, and each year the specialty still stays the same, or something like that. It was like a two-minute homily, and then he, like, Walks backward, like almost moon walks away, like glides. Floats. Yeah, he floats. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna remember this. Damn. So, dude, I, yeah. you know, growing up, I with Monsignor McCoy and um, uh, his um, yeah, um, homilies. They um, 
uh, <laughs> they took a while. Um, and then Father Gerlach had no clue what he was talking about. Look at Gerlach me. Three. And then O'Reilly. Riley? Father huh? Monsignor Riley? Monsignor Riley? Old Freddy Krueger fingernail Yoda looking Riley. mean okay. guy. He was the one that asked me if I tugged. No, yanked no. my crank in. The, Wait, what uh, year was this? I don't remember O'Reilly. Was this when you were still at St. Jude? Maybe it was seventh grade. Maybe okay. it was seventh grade. Really? I can't remember, but yo, know, he was mean. He was a jerk. He has to be. Wow. But I, I randomly, I'll go to a church, and the guy will come up there and be like, you know, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll drop the mic in thirty seconds. And everyone right. will be like, yeah, people will cheer. He'll end with go Eagles. And then a right, yeah, karate that's what you want to hear. Daniel, son, karate kid, crane kick, just to do it. That's what you want to hear. Yeah, we, we, we have a guy at church. They call the, the, the rectory at the church I go to IHOP. It's the International House of Priests because none of the priests are from America. There's one from England, uh, Ireland, United India. States. There's one from Austria. And the one guy, it's Irish. He's old. He's he's, he's really sharp. He's like eh, maybe eighty, late eighties, and he still has like this good sense of humor. Right. And he does these long homilies, but they're funny, and he knows they're long. So at the end, oh. he's he goes, uh, "All right, everybody. Since I rambled on, we're gonna skip this next part where you do like the nice cream." I'm like, "Yeah, I think you kind of have to do that by Canon Law." And he just goes, "Everyone stand up," and he just like blesses everyone. He's like, "We're gonna skip the whole," and he just skips like a whole part of mass. Because he's, like, conscious of your time. He's like, I rambled a little bit, so we're going to be skipping wow. this part. What and a like blend a... of religion and country. He's, he's, a, he's a man you know, of faith. I know we're here. It's like, you know, just do it in your head real quick. All right, done. We're here. We're done. We're good. We're good. I um, Mr. Ragnew yelled at me for not blessing myself when I walked across the altar. He was like, you know, I'm 35 years old. John, bless yourself when you walk across the sacristan. I said, Is that I what he said? I, said I, I did it in my head. <laughs> I did it in my head. The sacristan. My hands are in my pockets. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I, I, some of the names I have to like question. I, I have to think about it. The monstrous. Like, the, the, the narthex. Yeah, the monstrous. The, 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 the vestibule. The vestibule to me sounds like a nice piece of uh, dress attire you'd wear underneath like a coat when you're going to like a funeral. Like, hey, do you have the vestibule, honey? No, it's being cleaned. But I guess it's like a foyer or something. Right, you never hear the. I yeah, think the of it as like a hideout room. Like, stuff these in the vestibule, and <laughs> yeah. no one will find them. Bury this gold in the narthex. Hide you my know? lightsaber in the in the vestibule. It'll be safe I was in one the of vestibule. The, I was one of the old man from Home Alone to come in church and just sit next to you and be like, "Are you welcome here? You're always welcome in church. I'm not welcome at my son's house." And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't ask you that. Okay, all right." <laughs> Hey, what, what, what? You should call your son. What if I do if he doesn't call me? Well, it'll blow your brains out. No, I mean, I mean, you, right. then you'll know. Okay. Am I, uh, am I welcome here? Uh, everyone's welcome at church. Mm. I lost my virginity when I was nineteen to my uncle. <laughs> Too much information, sir. We're just trying to, we're just trying to. I thought you just to ask if you were welcome at church. And by the way, who doesn't know if they're not? You know, you're, you're everyone's welcome. Right. You, you might have been listening to the podcast, but tonight you're listening to the Godcast, everybody, with Catholic John yes. and Chuck just tearing it up. I think it was cool podcast. Was another what, was, what was better for church on Christmas? Christmas Eve mass or Christmas Day? Oh, my God. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Christmas right? Day mass is 
fucking torture. It's like a, it's like a blue ball tip pinch. Yeah. Here are your presents. Now go sit in a crowded church right. where people that only come like once a year are like filing in, you know, and you're like, I can't see. Christmas Eve, you have that like, it was like the night of the birth. You have the nostalgic, like, you're excited. There was like a, something you can't describe other than Christmas Eve that when you're a kid, that like excitement. Because you know you're getting good shit the next day. There's stuff going to be under that tree that's pretty sick. I'm going to put it on the Twitter poll here. What's worse? The parents. <clears throat> the parents who... Yeah, tweet us. The parents who let their kids open their presents on Christmas morning, then go to Mass, or the parents who make their kids wait until after Mass... Christmas no way. Is that a thing? Christmas. Has that ever happened? Oh, it has to be. I, I'm sure I've... Oh, sure, yeah. You know? Could you imagine, though, Christmas? Not till after church. It's like, but they're there. I'm going to give one more of these Christmas songs, and I'm going to do a proper list next episode. I'm just teasing tonight. Just teasing. Okay, yeah, good call. See, just teasing around. Just want to give a tease. Just a feather. Just a fluff. All right. Uh, I'll tease with this. Jingle Bells. We all know Jingle Bells. Though one of the most popular non-religious Yuletide tunes, Jingle Bells was not originally conceived for Christmas time at all. It was penned by James Lord Piermont in 1850s Savannah, Georgia. Unbelievable. The song was originally titled The One Horse Open Sleigh, and it was intended to celebrate Thanksgiving. So Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song that was later modified for the Yuletide season. But why Jingle Bells? Or was that added in too? Like what part was from the original and what was added? It's a very good question. Because hey. I just closed the tab, we're going to have to find out in the next podcast episode. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I have the answer right in front of me. You'll have to tune in next show to find out. I feel like no one sits down and is like, you know what? I'm going to write a song about uh, the berries on the tree and the... Snowflakes <laughs> falling down and horses riding around, and that's it. Yeah, it's the like they're writing hoop. about something else. You're right. All the elements sound like Christmas stuff. Yeah, there's like a metaphor. That's why yeah. there's like three types of Christmas songs. There's the religious carols, like "A Little Town of Bethlehem," "A Holy Night." Right. There's the the non-religious Christmas songs, like "Jingle Bells," yeah. uh, "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." And then there's songs that aren't about anything to do with Christmas, but they're associated with Christmas. Like, Baby, It's Cold Outside. There's no mention of Christmas. Right. It's about a guy trying to get late. Then there's, uh, you know, Winter Wonderland. Nothing to do with Christmas. Think about right. it. Where's our mention of Christmas? Winter Let it snow. If you listen to the words of them, it, it's such a dumb song. Gone to stay is the new bird. Like, what are you fucking yeah, talking about bluebirds? It's a bluebird. <laughs> a beautiful sign for happy to Walking in a little like, so I want to record a Montgomery dumb. Christmas album this year. But like Big Crosby so did. <gasps> yeah, but with like, you know, like the pipe, like the crackly radio from the 40s. Yes. But it's just Montgomery with a pipe. It's like, i <gasps> Of a white house, just like the ones I used to know. 
Where your two's old gaggers swagger Marlis Brew. But it's McCubbie with a pipe. But it's just like a floating head with a pipe. It's like McCubbie. What's wrong with that guy? Tweet us. Scooby. Snap us. Scoop Podcastle. Uh, but yeah, that was a little teaser. Do that. It's a good show, man. Rock and roll. We got some sports with John coming up. And we want to say you can now check us out on Spotify for free as well. Have you left, do, you, do you do Spotify? No, you don't. You don't really do the Spotify. Speaking of music. Spot. Speaking of Spotify. Well, not Spotify, but speaking of music. Three hours ago, announced on December 15th. <gasps> no. Eminem's revival album. Oh, I was just going to ask you in time for Christmas. So revival's coming out the 15th? December 15th. Tweeted by Eminem three hours ago. It says, oh, it's cool. It's like a prescription. And of course, this too Back stupid to the piece of shit view Sonic can we'll show look it up. HP so crap. Eminem's revival. Yeah. I'm really excited for this album, man. Mm, I really enjoyed Marshall Mathers LP, too. We, we talked about that. I still listen to that like once a week, like yeah. at least a song or two from it. He's got the, like the, like, f- he's kind of ripping off my beard. It's not really a beard, It's but it's right. not like shaved. It's kind of like five o'clock shadow all day. Um, and then his, his hair has gone, he's gone back to brown hair. No more. Right. No he's more got like the beard now. He, he's he's the better part of 50 at this point. He's got to kind of like. You can't not evolve. You have to change. You can't right. be that character that we all remember from the beginning, even though none of those were the case. He did this three hours ago. Here you go. Revival, December 15th. Let me see it. Here, I'll play a clip. The last few weeks hearing about revival and how you could treat moderate to severe atrox with IMS. Well, by the way, I'll just preface this to the listeners. Eminem's revival was just announced coming out on the 15th. And the video on Twitter is like a prescription commercial, like a, you know, Viagra helps me live each day, which I think is genius. Oh, so that's, that's, what, that's so what, good. So that's what you're, that's what you're yeah. listening to right now. So here, here's a clip of Marshall Mathers, Eminem's revival. This is Trevor for Revival. You spent the last few weeks hearing about Revival and how you could treat moderate to severe atrox with IMS. Well, today I have great news for all of you suffering from AR. You see, Revival isn't a medication at all. Revival is the name of the new album from Eminem, and it's coming out December 15th. On behalf of everyone who took part in the Revival campaign, thank you. Don't worry, you won't be seeing us again. If you happen to run into me out on the street, please don't ask me anything about the album. Em told me he likes to keep people guessing. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't know shit. I've never met Eminem. Uh-huh. Revival, December 15th. Use as directed. Well, the creative juices are flowing. He always has to do more than just music. Uh, So Dre tweeted nine hours ago, use as prescribed by your doctor, Eminem. And then 50 Cent. I saw that. that. 50. 50. 50 What's 50 doing? Is 50 going to ever do another good album again? He's made Uh, good songs, but his albums as a whole have kind of been not great. The past like four albums he did, his his stuff produced by Eminem and Dre is, is platinum, is chart topping, best, great. The yeah. stuff that he produced that he does himself 
Here's what they, those songs sound like. A really fucking awesome beginning, and it seems like it's going to be like a kick-ass song, and then it's it's like gone for like, and then it like half minutes. You it like, like flies. Happening. Right, it like flies away from yeah. you. <laughs> he's got the he's got great openings, it's like, like the not great not like beats. You know, and it's like oh. and it's like oh, the emotional and and that lisp. It's only good in certain ways, and if he's right, talking about a girl, sometimes. I'm completely checked out. Yeah, he's like, I woke up still rich, and then you're like, yeah, okay. He blew a lot, a lot of money. That guy. Yeah, and then he made. He was worth like 250 million at one point from his album deals and his uh, Smartwater stock. Oh, he's yeah. down to like 16 million or something. I mean, he's blue. He bought like Mike Tyson's mansion. Oh, I'm a yeah. fan too. I like him. I just uh, I want more from him. His his past few albums, he's had like a really good song on each, but then doesn't really hold up. You listen to other stuff, and it feels kind of kind of forced. Like, well, I'm gonna. Someone called him out on that too in an interview. They were like, "Are you ever gonna do another album like that?" He's like, "Well, I I sold like 20 million albums in that you know." He's like, "Yeah, that was like 15 years ago." You True. know, we'll see. But you know, it's funny because the only way he'll do a really big album is if he teams up with Eminem and Dre, and he'll never right. do that because they get so much of the money. Right. Unless they want to do it for free. But, you know, like yeah. it, it would have to be under Shady Aftermath, so 50 Cent would get, like, no money from that album. Yeah, it would all go to them. All go to that. Well, yeah. 155, but yeah, you're right. He was worth, like, 400 million at one time. He, 155 million he's worth? Yeah. Oh, I read something different. That's reassuring. Forbes. But still. Well, you know, he's probably tried a whole bunch of dumb projects that just went south. <laughs> Check this out, podcast listeners. Live Web Media at LiveWebMedia.com are offering a one-time discount of $250 off on their services. Live Web Media has been designing custom websites for over 19 years. Tremendous portfolio. Request some pricing today at LiveWebMedia.com, or you can call them directly at 1-855-LIVE-WEB. We've used them, John's used them, and a lot of our friends have used them, and their businesses have never been better. Check out LiveWebMedia.com today. Custom a web and market. The Eminem album, though, I'm really excited for. That's one of the few albums mm-hmm. I'll actually let buy. You know, right. yep. Like I want to own it. I want to have it. I won't just listen to it on YouTube or Spotify. Uh, like yep. I'll just, I'll get it. Right. I want to support. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah. he'll do like yeah. the the yeah. typical format that he does? I don't think so. And stuff I, and. Uh, yeah, I think the skits will be in there, but I feel like he it'll be more political. And if you listen to his past few uh, tracks, he's done more of a... He doesn't do the typical ABAB, like, I have a pentameter rap form. He does, like, a almost sounds like a freestyle, even though it may or may not be. He kind of fits more words in a sentence than, like, you know, you should be able to, but, you know, he makes it work. I feel like it's going to be more like that and less. Because, yo, isn't that crazy? It's like he's able to do... In commercial albums, well, it's like he's transitioning into doing like what 
Common and and uh, you know those conscious rappers do. They can't yeah. sell albums because they do that. But because Eminem did like the commercial route first, and he could be artsy now. Wow, and it works. That's like you'll so never hear rap again about. Um, right. You'll never hear like a little Slim Shady or anything like that come out. Yeah, but I feel like it'll be more political. Right. In this one. He's older, wise. Very against Trump. Yeah. And now. Gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. And now. And now. I had I had some beers. Carson Wentz. Good break. And the ten and one Eagles. Phila it blows my mind. Delphia Eagles, by far, dare I say, by far, even after the Patriots canoodle the Dolphins into submission. Yeah. We look like the most well-rounded team, without any holes, without any, and. It, our our Hall of Fame our Hall of Fame lineman goes down for the year. Jason Peters. They bring in this guy from the smallest island of Hawaii, and he's a he's a wall of a man. He's a volcano of a man. Yes, he's 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 a magma of a man. Lava. Human lava. Uh, we rip apart the Bears just like I knew we would. At halftime, the game was over. It was like 30 nothing. The Bears didn't get a first down until the third quarter. Uh, and I oh, they ripped that open. I didn't even watch the, the second half. It was just a, an abusive beating. And yeah, it was 31 to whatever at, at the half. It was wild. Here's the only thing that I'm scared about, and I just thought about it, because it's happened – in two games, maybe even three, but two that I can remember against Dallas and the Bears. The offense gets off to a slow start, but the defense is amazing. Huh. What if that defense has to face that running back duo and Drew Brees in, of New Orleans, and someone gets out to like a 21 nothing lead? Uh, you know, like that's the only thing that scares me. The offense takes a little while to, 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 get, yeah. to get moving. But. What scares me too is if there's a uh, an off game, and that defense isn't holding up, and Wentz or somebody, God forbid, gets hurt. You know what I mean? Right. He's on fire. Right. And I just feel like the co every coach on the other team, every game is like just, you know, as the take him out, do whatever yeah. you got to do, Lean just knock him. Into and his... players want to do that too. They're like, no, he's eagle. No, we just just go for him, do cheap shots, whatever. I don't want to see that happen because we've seen that happen before with McNabb in a couple years. Oh yeah, we used to. Uh, people do it. Did it to Vic. They did it to RG three. They did it to uh, Vince Young. All the guys that can move and and Wentz can move. Yeah, he can move. He's faster than uh than um. He's so athletic. The guy uh, drawing a blank. Dak uh Prescott. He's yeah. faster than him by like second. They did some stat that they do in other games, and he he's faster. Than a lot of these quarterbacks um, yeah. that can run. I mean, he can run. He he he's got some speed. He's got some he's got some ginger in his lines. He's got some lighting. It's, and it's, his, it's, head. his sockets. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm on the Wentz wagon. I'm. Uh, who, who do they play on Sunday, Miami? No, I believe oh, Seattle. the Seattle Seahawks. Who the Legion of Boom done? Uh, Russell Wilson has no running backs. They just got Jimmy Graham back. I think they they won on Thanksgiving. And Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones is on the Seahawks? No, but I just like saying the word Pac-Man whenever I can, and I, I, I took the opportunity to crowbar that. And his name's Pac-Man, which I I just think we need to talk about more in, in society. There's a guy named Pac-Man out there. Pac-Man. It's like, it's like having a guy called Yoshi. Or, uh, you know, Dick Tracy plays for the Rams. Or, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you hear Did you see the new... Yeah, the wide receiver for the Falcons. Yeah, his name's Call of Duty, Medal of Honor. We're just there's video game names out there. I love it. Sorry. Cam Chancellor know. also out for the rest of the season for the Legion of Boom. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, sorry, man. Direct poisoning. Whoa, LeBron ejected for first time in 15 year career. He was what? Tossed. They played the Heat tonight in Miami. Yeah. Tossed right. against Heat for first time in career. What the? Dude, he had a. He, what happened? Dick is in. Dick. He's playing in his 1,000. It's a little obnoxious. Uh, well, I thought that was an intercom in your house of, hey, you'd be like, more jello pudding, please. The I can't find the cranberries. Cleveland star LeBron James was ejected for the first time in his career. During Tuesday night's 108-97 win over the Heat, James, playing in his 1,082nd career game, was tossed with a minute 59 remaining in the third quarter and the Cavs leading 93-70. to After getting a steal, James dribbled up court and missed a layup, then argued with the referee uh, that the James Johnson, Heat forward, fouled him on the attempt. Fitzgerald assessed James with a signal, single technical foul and ejected him from the game. I got fouled all the way up the court from the time that I stripped him all the way until I got to the rim. James said of the sequence leading up to his ejection, I said what I had to say, and then I moved on, but he decided I should get an ejection. It is what it is. We got the win, and that's blah, 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 blah. That seems a little uh, extreme. Yeah, a little one-sided. Right. Was the ref just on a vendetta like, well, fuck you, you're out of here. Oh, yo. Uh, okay, so guess what? LeBron is totally trying to intimidate this ref, dude. I'm watching it like complete uh, abuse of strength, like because he's obviously like a foot taller than this guy and like a foot and a half wide. He he runs up and he's pun and he's punching down at the ground as he runs up to the guy, towering over him, screaming in his face. Oh yeah, eject! No, eject him. He, he can't swings do that. He can't a look punch threatening. in the air as he's running towards him. Not like he's gonna punch him, but just. He looks terrifying. and That's bad for the sport, for the league. That's not what you want people to see. Uh, 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 Good move on the ejection. And, and guess what? Wasn't fouled. Grow up. Jesus, he's, he's such a baby sometimes. But he probably is hacked a lot. He just right. wasn't on that one. That's true. Yeah, maybe it was just like a, you know, jumping off point of, you know, you're like, well, fuck this. Something, yeah. something was stealing. There was a halftime, half-court shot to win a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> this guy shot it like he was taking a jump shot. <laughs> and he made it. 
No. I was no. gonna say, who was that man? Like, he should like, be signed. Like, like almost like he was shooting a foul shot. He shot it from half court. How far did he miss it by? Like ten feet? Did, yeah, it like bounced in the paint, like at the foul line. Like right, right outside the three point line. Do you think he was like in that singular moment? Because the right way to shoot a basketball is like when you shoot a foul shot. But when you're right. shooting from half court, you kind of try to throw it like a football, right? Yeah, you have right. You have to throw it like a football. Maybe he was like afraid to like, or, or try. Like a, or like a bowling ball into your legs, but then instead right. of throwing it forward, you like Great. throw it up and just yeah. hope. Right. Smashes the big TV. Half, I think uh, halftime shows at, in basketball, they're either great or they're awful. There's no in between. You're either having like something cool like guys, you know, throwing balls from the opposite of the court making it, or it's like, here's the Boy Scouts with the kazoo song. You know, it's, I've never seen like a good halftime show that was, uh, I mean, a, a, like a mediocre one. They're either like awesome or they're just unwatchable. This, they haven't mastered that like the NFL has. Since I have this app and I can watch the Sixer games, uh, at halftime, there's no halftime show on this app, which right. there should be probably. Yeah, it's just in live games. They're like, here's a presentation from Lowe's. So, so like, oh. they show the, the, you know, what the fans at the game see during halftime. And the one was this guy, <laughs> this guy who was like 87 years old in this like circus spandex purple and silver you know he was real fit he stacks like eight chairs on top of and he climbs <sighs> slowly to the top of them oh my gosh we're gonna neck breaker and... yes. it's a lawsuit wait it's a regular, lawsuit motion regular, regular mallory square entertainer Ooh, tin cup chalice down there in key west i like your ginger i like your i like your mai tai i like your bahama mamas i like your i like your daiquiris Ooh, I like a long island iced tea. Ooh, I like your margaritas. The, the ice, please. No, frozen, not 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 rocks. Frozen. No rocks. Ooh, Mallory Square. Derek Rose okay. done with basketball. He takes another leave of absence. Oh, that walks guy from, can't do that. Walks away from two million. Uh, he's just injured so much. I mean, this guy was supposed to be. Some people were saying he was the next Jordan. Yeah, he was going to be better than Earl the Pearl Monroe. Plastic Man. I remember him? Earl, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Yeah. Why is he the Pearl? Because it rhymed with Earl, I guess. They're like, it. he's Earl the Pearl. It's like Clark the Shark. Well, I mean, I like sharks. But it'd be like John the Swan. It's like John doesn't like swans. John's on a white beast in the water. Well, kind of. What if Earl the Pearl was really like a... Earl the Girl. Pearl necklace kind of innuendo. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> He's 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 taking a leave of absence to reassess his next steps in his life as as eight women come forward from the Knicks, you know, oh, locker room in 1982. Hey, why do you or, think Earl they the call Squirrel? Me Earl the Pearl. Or Earl, or Earl the Squirrel, so like nimble and quick. They call him Earl the Squirrel because he was always like, but he was bearing nuts a lot. But it was like his nuts in in whores. Earl the Twirl. <laughs> Earl. Michael Crabtree is a moron. Yeah. Not because he f yeah. he gets in fights. He's always been a he's an Ohio State, I think, hothead, and he got in another fight. Second fight with Akib Talib of the Broncos, Crabtree of the Raiders now, and really, Akib Talib ripped off a second chain. <laughs> really. 
<laughs> Dude, that guy, that guy needs some anger management issues. How about you don't wear your probably million thousand... Uh, right, much your do you platinum diamond-studded chain. Yeah, probably like 80 grand. Against On a professional football field, you're slamming into each other, and he's a receiver, so people are always wrapping around his neck area, tackling and trying to knock the ball out. Right, why would you do that? I'm surprised a lot of that's allowed too by league regulations of what you can wear and can't. Right. I mean, they're very they're very specific. Yeah. Like you can't even have your socks a certain color. Uh, you know, they have to be taped a certain way, and the shoes can't have. They're very very specific because they don't want like shit sponsors to drop out. So yeah. it's that that's probably like the next to go is like you can't wear chains. Like what, it's gonna take one more incident of a guy to rip some chain off and like can't do it. Mark my word, that is what happened. They're suspended for two games, both of them. Two games, and we're in week 13, vast approaching. Do they lose money when they suspend them? Yeah. Like they, So they get like a paycheck every week. It's yep. not like, here's your contract. So you will lose money. It's yeah. like being let go from work for two weeks, and we'll yeah. hire you. Suspended. Yeah, that's enough to not make me want to fuck up. I'd be like, what is that, like 400000 maybe you're going to lose from pulling a chain? No, I'm good. I won't pull your chain. I won't, yeah, correct. It's like when people face mask in games. It's like, you know, you just blew everyone everything right there. Yeah. Big time. The embarrassment you must feel from, like, offsides is one thing, but when you intentionally go after someone, yeah. you got to have the reddest yeah. face in the world going back there. You're like, it's like you can't do that. Don't let your hand go there. You know you have control over your hand. Speaking of embarrassing, and you and I called this yet again. I love all this documented history of us predicting the future. Yeah, we are six. Andy Reid and Alex Smith in good old Arrowhead. The Kansas City Chiefs have lost five of their last six games after starting off the season. We called it, man. We called it. We actually thought, uh, you know, they could keep up this, like, over-the-top winning record, but then in the playoffs they're not going to do shit. They might That's not even typical. meet the playoffs. That record is now wide, or no, that division a, is wide open. Chargers, yeah, it's, they you could the have crap of the Cowboys. Some of the teams with a losing record could could take that because of how yeah. how mixed up it is. And that typical read, though. They blow their load very quickly on, yep. and then they lose steam, and they're kind of just like, you know, yeah. uh, crushing metal. You know, if we threw that, we're starting something. No, yeah. They have no rudder. It's because he doesn't really evolve. He's a good coach overall. He has yeah. the most winning, to, you know. But I feel like a lot of times when they're on a streak, he doesn't evolve and learn from their mistakes of what the, what you know. He doesn't apply it like, well, our defense had gaps here, here, and here. It's just kind of like, well, we're just gonna go out harder next week, and it doesn't really work in a lot of cases because he doesn't like evolve his team. Is this one of those generic terms? But I always heard he's he's not a good game adapter. Like yeah, I think so. He can't adapt with the different shit that the team's doing that he didn't see coming. I and, I think so. And therein lies a problem. J.J. Redick, over to basketball, back to basketball, shifting all over the fucking place. But the Chiefs actually lost to the Bills, who I think uh, had five or six interceptions in the game the week before. They put their old Tyrod Taylor back in. The Jay Peterman experiment, which is a great name for a weird band, uh, failed. Peterman. So uh, the Bills beat the Chiefs. That was my point there. 
J.J. Redick uh, comes within one three-pointer of tying single Sixers single game record set by Dr. J. I knew this was going to be a uh, not one of our like Hall of Famers. And for some bizarre reason, this guy's name popped into my head, and then I Googled it, and it was his, and his name was sitting there, Dana Barrows. Yes. He had like one okay season and that right. game. What year was that? Oh, God. I think it was like before we even got Iverson or Stackhouse. It was like after Barkley. It was like in the dark days. It was like a flash of the pan. Yeah, it was in the dark days. It was during like the... <laughs> When Rich Kotite coached the Eagles, yeah. and you're like, "Yeah, we'll we'll watch the game, but we're more excited for dinner." <laughs> and the other scores around the league. At Ray Rhodes, it was like that kind of dark days in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like yeah. Phillies were bad. Like everybody was bad. Every team was bad in Philly. Yes. The late '90s, there yes. was like no teams. Mid mid to late '90s. Mid to late '90s, correct on Monday. Um, Flyers had Lindros, but they never did anything. Was like, he promised them a, 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 a cup, and that never came. Like Barkley, Iverson, McNabb, I feel like they all should have won titles. Lindros, but they never did. Um, the Sixers actually played the Cavs last night in Philly, and LeBron was just out of control. Like, Oh, yeah, you were saying. He had Ben Simmons defending him. He eventually broke Ben Simmons' ankle uh, or sprained it. He juked him so hard, he literally sprained his ankle. But in the beginning of the game, he just would drive right at him, and Simmons just couldn't stop him. Yeah, couldn't do anything. But then Simmons backed down on the other side. He was he was looking juicy, and Embiid was taking Kevin Love. Base juicy. But eventually the Cavs beat us by like 20. It was It, was, it wasn't good, but... The Sixers are in fifth place in the East. Cavs in third. Uh, obviously, the Celtics right. still first. There's some wiggle room, though. We'll see what happens. We'll see what, what lines. And to tiptoe from basketball. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I like tipping. Just the tip. As we march towards March Madness, college basketball is in full swing. Duke still at number one. Villanova number four. The U... Miami University, number 10. And Matt's favorite, Creighton, rounding out the top 25. Oh, I like Colgate. Oh, Colgate, shit. Yeah, Colgate is my team. What about Creighton? Creighton's all right. Creighton. Creighton. It's Creighton loss. And it is time to celebrate because the third best team in the NHL, 15-6 and six overall, First place in the Western Pacific, Ooh, nine and one at home. The Vegas Gold. I like gold. So they're in first place currently. Who knows? That could change tomorrow. Yeah. And we would like to access the Apple Dick feed. And again, yes, of course. Get a Mayweather update. Floyd Mayweather claims quotes attributed to him by UK Sunday tabloid were completely fabricated over a potential fight with Amir Khan. Uh, there's been a lot of news in the in the uh, in the Dick feed lately that Mayweather was training harder than ever and did not rule out the possibility of the 51st fight. Right. But he claims that uh, he was quoted in the Sunday Star saying the following regarding a fight with longtime rival Khan were false. Does not say 
he's ruling out a 51st fight, but he's ruling out with this gentleman, Amir Khan. He wants to fight the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, and now I hear he is running away from a few snakes and spiders, said his potential opponent. But Mayweather confirmed he didn't say the quotes, as well as condemning a report by TMZ stating he was thinking of returning for a 51st contest. To end it, he said, I'm happily retired. I'm fighting no more, no matter what the price is. Well, we'll see when he blows through his money. He'll jump into another ring really quickly for another $100 million. Amir Khan. Amir Khan. It's like a tiger. Do you think in, in 10 years, Mayweather's going to be one of those guys like... Um... Like in the movies where the old, like Rocky, like Rocky. Like Rocky Balboa, like, you know, like he returns old For and one flabby lab. and like. I hope so. Yeah, a cane. I hope he comes back for like one more round. Right. Somebody whoops the shit out of him. Right. But it's like an exhibition, so it doesn't count as a loss. Right. And he loses, but he's still like, but people aren't cheering as much. So it, he's not going to fight. He so he says he's not going to fight. And it was interesting because I read an article on Mayweather yesterday where they spun the last – remember how the McGregor fights are like, breaking records, money, it's wild, pay-per-view. Well, yeah. in this article, they were saying it wasn't as much pay-per-view as the Pacquiao fight. There were still 5,000 seats unsold in the arena, and, and they're like, it was still a great fight. But I, I never remember hearing any of that when it came out. Like, eh, it still wasn't all sold out and this and that. I remember they were like, that, oh, like the, the day biggest of. fight ever. And you're like, eh, it, all the seats weren't sold, and it still didn't have as many pay-per-views. It still had millions of pay-per-views. It was still huge, but it wasn't as much as previous ones. Mm. So it wasn't like smashing all these records. So we'll see. We'll see. Twitter's like, lose the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, let's take that sports with John. That was good. It's going to be a fucking water. Sports with John. John oh my John. gosh. John. <laughs> He's in a cave. He's in a cave. He's like a little bat. Ooh, regular Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. I, I swear, man. I, it's not even December, and I'm already in Christmas like vacation. I don't give a shit mode. I'm yeah. Like, I'm half I on. love it. Oh. It works kind of like a chore. You're like, well, I yeah. guess I'll show up and do this today because I got to take the trash out. My my real problem of the day is, um, I can't like, I can't, I can't focus on what I want to do with the show because it's it's just like constant like fireworks. It's like every firework is an idea, and I can see it and I watch it for a while and I love it and then it fades and it goes away and I can't see it. Right. Again. Yeah, it fades and it's gone and you're like, oh, I, I hear it. you. But uh yeah, uh, it'll I'm, be just... I'm, I'm probably going to be uh, up till like 2 in the morning. Well, let's slice it. You want to put tonight the W? <laughs> what? what do you got going on later? Today? I'm probably going to fire up some Homeward Bound, maybe a little Corky Romano, maybe a little Blue Chips with Shaq. Oh, God. Dude, Shaq. Great actor. Swear to God. Shaq was at the Parrot today. No shit. Yes. Shit. Shit. You you were there? Mm -mm. You heard it it through the, the, the Twitter. Posted on the face. Really? Shaq was at the parrot? I guess he still lives in Miami area then. It was posted like an hour ago and or you know, 
from when I saw it. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, maybe he's like still there. I, I for yeah. a split second thought about getting in my car and like flying down and there. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The parrot. Homeward Shit. bound. What about wow. Kazam? Oh, classic. I never, I've never seen any of those movies. I've seen Blue Chips, but oh, that was yeah. it. Once. The program. Great movie. It was a good flick. What about uh? So yeah, higher what are learning. You doing? What do you have going on? How's yeah, I'm just gonna. She's good. She's good. She got a pizza tonight. Dude, did you guys uh have birds? Yeah, we had six birds. What the fuck? I'm giving away I'm giving away five tomorrow to a neighbor who loves birds. Um wow. which is sad to do because I don't it's like little babies. I'm like, I'm taking you out of your net. But I, I can't keep six I can't have eight birds. Are they gonna survive without mother? Yeah, yeah. She okay. she knows how to take care of them with formula and all that. She used to like breed parakeets. Hmm. So she's like She's like, you can always see them. She's right next door. Okay, all right. So I was like, well, this is good. I was just gonna say, you should. Be I would have just give whatever you want. Right. I want to make it like a foster program. Job. Yeah, foster program. Oh. I do like I do like visits to inspect, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man. The birds are coming with me. And they're like, you're not an official. I was like, you're the birds, but Why I think not? it should be good. Yeah, they're you cute. Should be an official. Should be a wild man. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, I love that sound. I know. How much was this that? Movie. John's got a lightsaber. I think it was probably like three hundred bucks. No, not three hundred. It, it it was expensive. Like one hundred fifty. Uh, a little less. Ninety eight. A little more. One hundred twenty. One fifteen. That's an expensive toy. I know, man. But guess what? I've been eyeing this thing for like four years. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you need it. Maybe even Dude. more than that. Uh, he, uh, what's right, his name? Right on. Galecki, Jimmy Galecki. He's um. Who the Johnny Leonard, Glenn. Johnny Glenn. He's he's Leonard uh, Hofstadter in a uh, Big Bang Theory, and in one of the episodes, he thinks someone is breaking into his apartment, so it's all dark, and he comes creeping out of his room, and he fires that guy up. <laughs> that's what like, you need. Oh my god, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, if anything ever tries anything, you just pull that out and be like, no, that, that's that would freak me out. Could be real. You don't want to take the chance. Trust me. You you're better off to have one and not need it than not have one and need it. Slice it. Slice it. Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcast. And Nerd.35. Thanks for uh, coming on and doing the show, man. I know it was... Uh, oh, no. I always, always love doing it, man. Glad that you sliced it. With uh, Betty and Jeff coming to the town, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a whirlwind. Sleep It'll be great. Here. Great. It'll be Got fun times. Now. Lots of posts. Mm. Uh, mm. When are they coming to the town? Tomorrow. 5 p.m. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was like Friday or something. No. Oh, this is a long stretch. So we'll suck. We'll just let's drag this one out a little bit. Yeah. No. It'll be fun. It'll be great times. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Jeff's actually there. Uh, I just saw his car headlights pull up. He's the front door. He's got he's got a six pack of Miller and he's no, six he's, pack. He would bring only a six pack. A six pack. I uh I hope they can get used to all the weed. I hope they can get used to me smoking, like, uh, you know, uh, from pretty much noon on. You gonna dip that big toe into that test that that test pool? I told That's her it. when she asked, "I want to come down yeah. for Heather's baby shower, and we want to stay with you." I said, "Well, mom, you gotta know I smoke weed. After I go to the gym at noon, I smoke right. weed all day until I go to bed." Like, well, I don't care as long as I don't have to see it.
it's socially acceptable today. It is. It's not like the nineties where it's like you're going to jail. It's uh it's socially acceptable. People would rather see most people enjoy like a nice, you know, bowl than like drinking whiskey all day and getting like hammered. I would actually enjoy somebody enjoying bowl after bowl after bowl all day long. Uh, more than cup of coffee after cup of coffee. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. You know, coffee. like that can make you insane. Isn't it true there's nothing more annoying than coffee people that like to announce it? I mean, I drink like uh, two cups a day, yeah, but I, I just drink it because I just drink. I don't go, I, I can't do anything until I've had my cup of coffee or coffee, anybody. Like, any, like coffee humor, work slash coffee humor is the equivalent to me of like, oh. You know, did I do that? Or like, that's it's just, what she it's said. the lowest form. Or that's what she said. It's the lowest, like, go to. It's like, just too easy. No. Coffee, please. You're like, oh. please. It's just caffeine. Try an Adderall. You'll feel much better and you won't be as obnoxious. It's a pill. You'll feel it in 20 minutes and you won't need anything for the rest of the day. Or, you know what else? This will blow your mind. Wake up and before you do anything, slam a 16.9 ounce. Ounce oh, of yeah. bottle of water. Just drink that. It'll like clear Hold your this. eyes at the very least. It doesn't last as long as coffee, but it'll it'll give you a kick in the nuts. It'll give you a slap in the ding dong. So tweet us at the underscore podcastle. And uh from the gentleman in charge of Magnitude Coffee and <laughs> and watery jokes in the morning, Jonathan Hassinger, to the man in charge of flushing his toilet eight times, Matthew Clark saying, Thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean, and we shall return in just a few days. Godspeed. Trust. Good night. The process.